What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Zach, the Bandit Burke, and with me, as always, the Turf King, Cameron Charlton. What's going on, man? Man, I'm just pumped to make some more picks. Coming off a heater last weekend, just keep the momentum rolling into this weekend. Picking every game against the spread is tough, but being over 50% feels pretty good through three weeks. I'm going to get there. This week I'm feeling good about. Last week was a big stay away kind of week for uh, for me. Uh, felt really uncomfortable in a lot of the games. And uh, yeah, now I'm going to... Uh, I feel a little bit more comfortable this week. Still alive in my survivor pool. 6-0 in a fantasy league. Feeling good and ready to get into it. So, um, before we get into the picks cam, is there... It is other than Miami, and we'll go through the schedule. Is there a game that you're really interested to watch this week? It's just going to be the NFC West again. We have Arizona heading to the Rams, and I just think that division is going to be exciting to watch all year. So that's another big one to watch. And then I actually think the Monday Nighter is going to be really good this week. We got the Raiders and Chargers. That's again another big game that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Oh man. Anything standing out to you, Burke? Well, I'm just looking at it. Just give me a second here. Sorry, I gotta pull my phone up. It was charging in NFL.com. Hey, get your shit together, NFL.com. It's really hard to to find games and stuff. Um, yeah. So I mean, other than Colts, Miami at uh, at 1 p.m., which I'm gonna miss some football because I'll be at the Jays game on Sunday. Um, I I was gonna say Falcons, Washington, but that's uh, yeah, not so not so much. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cards, Rams for sure. I think um, I think a good one's actually going to be Seahawks, 49ers. I think that's one. It's at, uh, that's going to be a 4-5 start Eastern Standard Time. Um, that one, to me, I think is a, is a circle to watch, mainly because, you know, Jimmy G coming off a loss to Green Bay last week. And, uh, and frankly, the Seahawks, man, they, they've had a couple of, you know, poor losses in a row here. Bounce back spot for them. So you got two teams that are wanting uh, wanted some more. One's two and one. One's one and two. So I think that one's going to be a great one to watch. Uh, but without further ado, do you want to get into week four of our picks? Yeah, let's get going. Let's do it. It's week four of the over six. NFL picks against the spread. If you're a first-time listener of uh, our picks, Cam and I are going to pick every game against the spread. So a spread being uh, a number a team is favored to win by. We're going to pick them all for you. You can gamble on them. You can fade me. You can take Cam's picks. But just make sure that you take my locks. Cam, what's the first game on the docket for week number four? So we are heading to New Orleans. The Giants are heading there as well. New Orleans favored by seven and a half here. Um, yeah, dude, you gotta take you gotta take the Saints. I think the Saints have shown enough that uh, I mean, dude, the Giants put up fourteen last week. Um, and they just looked awful on offense, equally as bad on defense. And the Saints, again, you know, they just dusted off Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Um, now, I did say in the show before that this is the week that, you know, maybe we should fade Jameis because he's good one week, bad another, good one week. Is he going to be bad this week? 
He might be, but I think this is again one of those weeks where we're gonna find out. All right, Jameis, are you legit? Or are we on and off fading you uh, every other week? So I'm gonna go on that angle. Give me Saints seven and a half at home. Yeah, the big thing I'm going to go here is this is the first game back in New Orleans since the hurricane went in, their first real home game this year. And I don't really like the Giants, and I'm just going to fade them right now. They didn't look good. I thought this defense was going to be better than it has. And this offense, I don't really know what they're doing either. Until there's a coaching change or an OC change, got to fade them. So New Orleans, seven and a half is a lot, but I'm going to take it. And by the way, I forgot that they didn't play their first game in New Orleans. Man, that city's been through a lot, eh? Holy shit. Every time a hurricane rolls through there, that football team gets affected. But there's one thing that uh, that you gotta love about New Orleans, man. They love their football. They love their Saints, and they are going to be out there loud and proud and get that building rocking. So moving into game two, we have the Kansas City Chiefs heading to Philly. KC favored by seven. KC doesn't cover. KC doesn't cover, but Philly just Except got for this game. handed to them. Now, here's the question, though. And let's talk about this angle for a sec. Philly just got their ass handed to them by uh, the Cowboys. And you could make an argument that the Chiefs' offense is better. Is this a, is this a, a spot where Philly's like, oh, man, we need to play better? We, they, we, 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 can't, uh, we can't keep slipping down. We can't go one and three. It might be. But you want to know what the problem with that is, Cam? The Chiefs are also one and two. They also don't want to go to one and three. They have a better offense, even though their defense is no is is you know definitely shown holes this year. This is a one of a, a must win game for the Kansas City Chiefs in Week Four, and they're gonna win, and they're definitely gonna win by more than six and a half. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah, again, I don't really like taking the Chiefs against the spread. It's not good. It doesn't win you a lot of money. But they're not losing this game. They're not losing to Philly this week. They're not going to go to one and three. It's not going to happen. I'm a little concerned Andy Reid on a short week because he was in the hospital Shout after the game. Shout out Andy Reid. But again, yeah, this offense is good and they're going to figure it out. And I just I can't bet <laughs> NFC East teams. So KC is going to get it done. They're going to find a way to win. And they're going to find a way to do it by at least a touchdown. And there definitely could be spots here for um, some props. Uh, I think that a, a two-plus touchdown game by either Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey. Um, Schultz for the Cowboys showed that, I mean, he, he had a touchdown and a lot of grabs, and Kelsey's a much better tight end. So Kelsey, two-plus two touchdowns uh, or Tyreek Hill, frankly. Um, I think that uh, could be a great spot to get some extra cash for you. Yeah, so moving into game three, we have Houston heading to Buffalo. Buffalo's favored by 16 and a half. And again, like Houston's not very good. They're capable though. Buffalo's really good, but they just came off two big wins. 16 and a half is just too many points for me here. I think Houston's defense has been okay. Their offense, Davis Mills, hasn't been great, but... This is more than two touchdowns. Two touchdowns and a field goal. I trust Houston enough to keep it close. They're not going to win, but they're going to keep it within 16 and a half points. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I have a really hard time betting against the Bills right now, honestly. Um, ah, Jeez. I mean, they, they, 
they put up 43 on Washington, and we thought Washington's D was unbelievable, and the Texans are trash. Uh, I know that it's a, I mean, it really is a letdown spot. I think that's the one thing to notice. Um, but I mean, jeez, uh, I mean, it's the bills at home again, and they're not going to want to have a letdown spot in front of their fans. Uh, they don't even need a letdown spot though. It's 16 and a half points. You can win by 14, two touchdowns. And still not cover. So it's not let down even. Yeah, but they, you, they, they beat by, Washington by 22. They beat Miami Washington's, by 30. Washington's secondary is ranked worse than Houston's. They beat Miami by 35 on the Again, road. That's an, anomaly, that's an anomaly game. If you watch the game, it was not a 35 nothing game. How many times so, do we have to bet yeah, against the Bills, good, though? But give me Bills. I my, haven't. Give me Bills laying out I points. don't bet. I don't bet against the Bills. You have been betting against give the me Bills. bills give me Bills. Laying the points. You and I can't go the same. All like It's just not any fun. I like to go opposite sometimes. I think legitimately there's a case here where Emmanuel Sanders, Stefan Diggs, give a Singletary anytime touchdown. I think it's going to be a romp. I think they're going to win by three touchdowns and smack them out of the building. Yeah, you got to love Buffalo, though. Like, Everyone's like, oh, week one, two. Singletary's at least, like, the running game's not good, but at least he's the number one guy. So what do they do in week three? Singletary's non-existent. Let's just run Zach Moss way more. He gets two touchdowns. So, again, fantasy-wise, you're just staying away from this running back system here, and it's not good. But, yeah, I mean, I don't see Houston winning this game one bit. Just 16 no. and a half is, is, is a lot of points. What Moving along. Sorry, what is the line for money line, though? Like minus eight hundred, oh, it'd be something stupid. <laughs> you know what? Books probably won't even put money line because somebody's gonna put like a two million dollars on the Bills to win. Anyways, moving into Game Four on Sunday, we have Carolina heading to Dallas. Dallas is favored by five points here. I mean, here's my argument. I actually think both teams can be good. I know Dallas is like Dallas's offense has looked really good. Carolina's defense has looked really good uh, with both teams. How good I think they've looked so far. I know Dallas is a tougher competition, arguably, but five points. I'm going to take the team getting five points. So Carolina's, I don't know if they're going to win this game, but I think they can keep it to a field goal. So I'm going to go the opposite way. And the reason for this is, is that um, the Panthers just lost Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard ain't no Christian McCaffrey. And I know that the Panthers have a decent defense, but this is a chance for the Cowboys to put an absolute stranglehold on this division, like early, right? Like the Giants are playing the Saints. You know, we we think that's an L. The Eagles are playing the Chiefs. Like that's going to be that's probably get that like that's going to be an L. Um, this is a great great opportunity, and I think they're I think you know I think they're probably win by a touchdown. Um, Dax looked amazing. And again, credit where credit's due. Carolina showed up. Um, they're, they're not going to go like, they're not starting the year. I know our friend, our buddy, Nate saying eight. No, I'm like, there's no chance. Um, Dallas is going to win the game. They're going to win by five points. Give me the boys laying the points. They haven't let me down yet. Yep. Moving along. We have Cleveland heading to Minnesota. Cleveland is favored by two here. Where do you see this going? Woof. Ah. And after the Vikings' performance last week, I'd have to say, I'd have to give the points to the the, the Vikings. Except, um, 
every time I bet on the Vikings, they lose. I got to change some stuff up too. Um, I mean, honestly, man, what's the rule? When it's two and a half, you, you, you lay the points. When it's three and a half, you take them. So give me the Browns laying the two and a half. Uh, they still looked good. And I and as I said, I think they're one of the better teams in the AFC. I was high on them to start the year along with the Bills. Um, yeah, G- give me the give me the, the dogs minus two and a half dog pound. Yeah, I just think you got to take the two points here and Cleveland. And again, I think they're the better team. Minnesota's looked good the last two weeks. And but it, Again, you're under a touchdown, so you're going to lay those points all day long. And, again, Cleveland, it's not that Cleveland's looked bad. They lost a close game to KC that they should have won. Other than that, they've looked really good and taking care of business. So, here, got to go that way. And it could be 27-24, too, right? Like, they, they win by a field goal, and they cover. I don't think that's unrealistic. Like, I don't think Dalvin no, again, Cook and Jefferson and all them are going to have an absolute heyday with the Browns. No, and again, it's just one of those where if it's three and a half, probably going Minnesota. But that two number, it's got to just got to do the common betting knowledge and take that. It's a good line, though. So move, moving mm-hmm. along, we have Tennessee heading to the New York Jets. Tennessee laying seven and a half here. Stop it. How? You trust this Tennessee team for more than seven and a half with how they've looked? The Jets don't put, the Jets don't score points. Tennessee's defense is not as good as Denver's. The Jets are awful offensively. Awful. Yeah, but Tennessee's defense is awful. Okay, so here's the thing though: is Tennessee is going to make the playoffs, so they're gotta have to. They're going to have to go eleven and six. Men. One of their six losses is not going to be against the Jets, for sure. Money line is fine, and they're going to win by what was it seven and a half? Yeah. No, yeah, give me give me Tennessee. The Jets are an auto fade, dude. The Jets are an auto no, I agree. fade. I agree. And I don't see how you see Tennessee winning 11 games. They're only going to make the playoffs because their division sucks. They're going to win like 9 or 10 at most and just get into the playoffs because their division sucks. They didn't if there if there was wild cards only, they wouldn't get a wild card spot. Like if you didn't worry about divisions, they're not that good of a team. Their defense is horrible. They couldn't score on Arizona in week one, and Arizona's D is not that great as we're learning. But, again, the Jets are not good. Their offense is not good. Their defense has actually been okay, but this Tennessee D offense should be good enough to cover 7.5 against these guys. Moving along, we got Detroit heading to Chicago. Chicago laying 2.5 points. This is the week of the Lions. The Lions have been so scrappy. They almost beat the Ravens. I don't think the Bears are going to be that bad offensively this week. I think they'll have definitely have a bounce back. But the Lions, man, I'm telling you, they've had a rough go with the Bears the last couple of years. And it is time for the Lions to get a win on the board. Uh, Dan Campbell's not going to let them do like he's going to have them fired up for this game. And the Lions are going. I will take the points with the Detroit Lions. Oh man, I'm so tempted for this to be my lock. I have so much faith in this Lions team. Let's fucking go. Yeah, uh, Chicago looked so bad last week. Detroit's offense has actually looked pretty good. The two-headed monster, the running backs, Hawkinson's been good. 
And you know Goff, if he's only throwing to tight ends and running backs, he can check it down all day long. And Chicago looked bad. So I don't like this line because it's two and a half. So it's kind of going against common betting knowledge. But yeah, I like the Detroit Lions here as a live dog for sure. And, and, and yeah, I mean, dude, by the way, so Jared Goff, again, as you said, has looked good. And Bears D, like he's going to have to deal with, um, fuck, what's his name? On the O-line. Miles Garrett. My, yes. Miles no, Garrett. Miles Garrett on the Bears? No, he's on the Browns, dude. No, Khalil Mack. Khalil sorry. Mack. There you go. Yeah, wrong guy. Yeah, yeah. Khalil Mack. Like, he's going to have to deal with him. But, like, this is not this is not news. Like, this guy's been around a long time. This isn't like it's a rookie quarterback facing off against them. Lions are going to eat those Bears up. Nom, 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 nom. Moving into our next game, we have Washington football team heading to Atlanta. Washington favored by a point and a half. And this game's just awkward. Like, the only thing is, is Matt Ryan doesn't look like he can throw the ball. Uh, Washington's secondary is bad, but if you can't throw the ball, their front line's still good. Uh, Their offense should be able to do something. So, point and a half here. I'm just going to take the point and a half. Washington's going to cover it. Washington needs to find some wins. I think they're an okay team. Heineke's going to find a couple plays here. So, I got to go Washington. I can't bet can't bet on this Atlanta team I bet the Falcons last week they showed up for me and I'm gonna fade them this week I just don't think from and I dude I legitimately watched every minute of that Atlanta game last week um they are just they're terrible they are terrible terrible and the Giants aren't good but Atlanta is terrible man like they have no cadence in their offense their defense is no good Washington needs a dub to stay in this to even keep pace in this division and Washington Again, beat down last week. Can't get any worse. Give me the football team laying the points. Yep. Moving into the last one o'clock game, we have Indy heading to Miami. Miami is favored by two and a half. Wow. Um. Ooh. I mean, Brissett did show some stuff. Is this an overreaction because the Colts are zero and three? No, the Colts have looked god awful, and not against the. Rams, I don't think this is an overreaction. Okay, Sorry? not against the Rams no, though. They, did you watch the game? They lost they by three points. Yeah, but the game was never in doubt. Like it was never actually a football game. They got a bunch of garbage points to make it close. There was not for one minute you thought it watching the game that the Rams were ever going to lose. What's the line again? And two and a half. Miami's favored. For me, this is a Jacoby Brissett revenge game. I don't Ooh. know if I can actually say that. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm just – Miami is still a decent team. Their defense is good. This offense for the Colts is horrible. So, like, I know, like, Miami's defense has got lit up, but they've been playing really good offenses. This offense it is, is Carson, terrible. So. It is Carson Wentz against Xavier Howard. How many how many picks is, is X getting this week, too? So to me, like this is going to be a game where I think Jalen Phillips is going to finally get a chance to really get a sack or two. You're going to see some really good things from this defense. So two and a half points. I think Miami's going to win this game. I think they need to to kind of stay in any chance of the playoffs. So it's going to be a big win. Okay, I'm going to go back to the rule of thumb. You have a team laying less than three, 
You take that team, and especially when it's Carson Wentz. Give me Miami laying the points. You've twisted my arm, but as I said, it's not even really the game script so much as history and where the actual line's at. If it's three and a half, I'm probably taking the Colts, but it is fucking ballerina ankle. Actually, that's they have strong ankles. Whatever. You have broken ankle Wentz, who's awful. Yeah, I get Dolphins minus two and a half. Yeah, so moving into our 4 o'clock slate, we have Arizona heading to the L.A. Rams. L.A. is favored by 4.5, and and I just think L.A. is just a much better team. I don't really like laying that many points, but Arizona's I don't think, as good. They're still a really good football team, but the Rams, just how good they are, it's not going to be a letdown spot after Tampa Bay because it's a divisional game at home. The Rams are going to cover 4.5 here. I just think they're the best team in the NFL right now. Yeah, and I think, yeah, you're bang on. I mean, the, the the thing, too, is is that, I mean, the defense and Aaron Donald is going to have some have a really fun game chasing after Kyler, no doubt. Um, the other part of that is, too, is that Stafford has looked unbelievable. We talked in our last podcast about him being MVP candidate thus far um, with how the Rams have done. And Cards D has not looked as good. D-Hop also questionable again he only had he would limited snaps last week we'll see if he's healed up this week but um yeah you got to take rams minus four and a half no doubt about that I, I don't think there's too much of a choice here although the cardinals have been potent on offense they have been and they've put up a lot of points i just don't know if they have defensively what it takes to to deal with with stafford and cup no and that's to me that's the thing is the rams can play a shootout if it gets defensive at all, because the Rams have a good defense, Arizona's in trouble. So I just think the Rams are the better all-around team. So to me, this is uh, four and a half is good enough for me. Moving along, we got the other divisional game in this division. We have Seattle headed to San Fran. San Fran favored by two and a half. I think here for me, I'm going to go against common betting knowledge. Seattle's not going to keep doing this. They're going to open up the playbook again. They got to find some wins. Pete Carroll can be a bad coach at times, but he is a good coach overall. And I think they're just going to let Russ cook. I don't think San Fran's – they're a good team. I just don't think they're a great team. I still have them as the last team in this division now, I think. So, to me, I'm going to take Seattle to get a win. They need a big win. This is a bounce-back spot for the Seattle Seahawks, no doubt about it. Um, I mean, if they go down one and three, there's going to be a lot of questions on that team uh, with what they're doing with their offense. Obviously, you can't fix everything defensively, but you can definitely put up a better um, you can definitely put up a better effort offensively. And I think that's going to happen if you have DK Metcalf, Russ Wilson, Ty Lockett this week. You're definitely going to want to start all these guys. I know that Lockett's maybe not been the best uh, play this year thus far, but um, definitely a must start. Um, the Niners again. I, I, I mean, if you look at the game that they played on Green Bay Monday night on Week Three, um, they were down early, and Green Bay didn't have to do that much. And frankly, I feel that Seattle has a lot more weapons than than Green Bay does. I know that Green Bay has Aaron Jones um, and Devontae Adams, but Seahawks have got equally as good weapons. And uh, yeah, I, I'm going to take them plus the points in a nice bounce back spot. Yeah, I agree. So moving to the next game, we have Pittsburgh heading to Green Bay. Green Bay favored by six and a half. And to me, I just got to fade this Pittsburgh team, especially with the defense not healthy. If this defense gets healthy, I'll start looking at the other way, especially if these lines keep moving. Because again, this defense can keep any game close. If healthy, they are arguably the best in the league. But they're not healthy right now. 
This offense is horrible and not healthy on offense. So Green Bay under a touchdown, got to take it. Yeah. Green Bay under a touchdown. Not to, I mean, there's, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else to say on that. As I said, like, I don't think Green Bay's, like, sh- again, shot the lights out or anything. I don't think they're overwhelming people by any means. Um, but the, but how, how can you put any faith in, in big Ben Roethlisberger right now? Like it, ri- it, it rides, it rides and falls with Ben because you I mean, can have the best yeah, wide receivers miss- in the world. And if you can't get the ball there, it doesn't matter. And you might be missing two or three of them. So with that, it's no doubt. I don't think a touchdown is definitely not enough. Chase Claypool is not putting out four touchdowns. Najee Harris is not going to be able to carry that team. I mean, again, like he's, he might have a big game, like that might be a nice fantasy aspect. If you get Najee Harris, like you could have another big game versus Seattle, but not. Or sorry, another game versus the Packers. Um, like he could for sure, no doubt about it. But yeah, no. Packers land Move, the points. Yeah. Moving into our last 4 p.m. slate game, we have Baltimore heading to Denver. Denver's favored by a point. Basically, a pick'em game. I hate when they're by a point. It's so annoying. There's like no lean there. Um, I, I, I'm going to trust this. I, you want to go or you want me to go? No, here? I'll go. I mean, here's the thing, dude, is that. So, I mean, we're getting Ravens on the road and you're going to Denver, thin air. You got all this stuff. I'm going to go with this angle. Justin Tucker's going to be able to kick the ball a fucking mile. Talk about mile high city. Talk about mile long field goals. Legitimately. Um, the Ravens had a disappointing game versus the Lions. There's no doubt about it. They they got the dub, but you know Harbaugh's going in there, and, and although they won, they were at practice on Monday morning, no doubt about it. And the Broncos might kind of have to, you know, they've had a soft schedule. They kind of got to play a team that is a decent team, two and one. Like, they're, they're, they're good. They've beat some very good teams. So I like the Ravens plus the point. I guess. Yeah, like I'm taking Denver here, and I just really like the spot for Denver. Baltimore hasn't looked good really in any game. Like, I don't think they've looked like a really good team. Lamar had one crazy comeback against KC. But other than that, he hasn't been good at two or three games. This defense for Denver can be really good and is really good. They're at home. This offense just gets the job done. Teddy Bridgewater covers. And that's all he does. This offense is going to find ways to get it done. I know they're missing a couple pieces. Hamler, Judy, done for the year. But they got Tim Patrick. They got Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant. They got a two-headed monster and running back at home in Denver. I feel good. They're going to cover this. They're going to win. Um. Yeah. We're going to find out. And by the way, just a nice prop to throw out for this one. Marquise Brown, anytime touchdown and or two plus TDs. Have a look at what the numbers are on that because I know that he dropped it. He dropped two last week. So books may raise the price or lower the price on this a little bit. So like the number might be higher. You might get a better return for an anytime touchdown for Marquise Hollywood Brown. Moving into Sunday night football. This is a big game. I forgot to mention this one. This is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady heading to New England. Tom Brady heading back to New England for the first time. Tampa Bay favored by six and a half. Tampa Bay. Yeah. Is covering six and a. Oh yeah. Tom Brady is going to go back to new England and just 
lay destroy a Bill Belichick. Fucking beat down on the Patriots. Mac Jones is going to Oh, dude, it it could be rough. Like legitimately, man, like Tom Brady has a chance to set the what is it, the all time uh yards passing record in New England. It's yeah, happening. This game just lines up perfectly for so many reasons and Brady this offense going to New England it's going to be unbelievable I know Belichick's going to do he's probably looked forward to this game since he saw it come out and has been scheming up for this game and he's a great coach but you can scheme up all you want dude yeah this Tampa Bay team's too good Tom Brady's going to go in there with something on his mind to do this this isn't going to be a letdown spot or anything this is going to be a great great game and he's been same way, Brady's been looking forward to this game. So I see Tampa Bay going out and just crushing New England here. And not only that, Cam, um, like the rest of the Bucks team is absolutely going to get up for their boy this game. He brought a Super Bowl to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and you don't think his teammates know that how much this game means to him? His receivers are going to have that extra little bit of jolt. They're going to have the sticky gloves. They're going to have absolutely every piece of energy that they can possibly find. They're going to put up for this guy, and they are going to cover six and a half bucks all the way. Yep, and Brady to Gronk back in New England. There's got to be a couple touchdowns there. Oh, dude. Gronk two plus? It's happened already this year. Yeah, he's been really good in the end zone, in the red zone. He likes looking for him, and you don't think they both want to go back to Foxborough and do it a couple times? Oh, you know it. it. You know they do. We got one more. Moving into the Monday Nighter, we have Vegas and versus the L.A. Chargers. And I know this is in L.A., but based on everything, this is probably almost more of a home game for Las Vegas. Uh, Chargers are favored by three and a half here. Hmm. Is the line an overreaction to the, them beating the chiefs? Yeah, I'm really not sure. Like to me, this, I think so. Uh, to me, this is a pick like the Raiders have been beaten three good teams or three teams who were good last year, who have capable defenses. So to me, like, I'm just going to go common betting knowledge here. Three and a half points. Got to take the team who's the dog here. Three and a half points, and that's the Raiders. They've looked really good. Derek Carr's looked really good, and the defense has been able to get pressure. And, yeah, I know the Chargers' offense has looked really good, and they shut down the Chiefs, but that's just the Chiefs have been sputtering for a couple games now. So I'm just going to – I think this is a pick game, so when you get three and a half points here, I got to go on that side. There's nothing else that I can say that sums it up better than that. Give me Raiders – uh, plus the points, um, as you said, common betting knowledge. That's just the way that you're going to go. And frankly, you can't fade right now. You can't fade the Raiders because they, I mean, at some point they will come crashing down to earth. Maybe not, but in the past history has told us that they do, but you got to make sure that you're on this train. It's hard to get off sometimes, but until they show signs that, um, until they show signs that the train's starting to lose some steam, you got to stay on it. Raiders plus the points. So, Burke, whose turn is it to go first for the lock? I think it's mine. All right. Who do you got for your lock this week? Is it not? Is it not mine? I'm pretty sure you picked week one. and You picked week one and three. Yeah, because you picked the yep, Vikings so week you, one. Your you turn know, to go You know this who week. I'm taking this week. Where are you going this week? Bucks minus six and a half. Lock it up. No doubt about it. Cha-ching. 
You kidding me? Six yeah. and a half? Six and a half? And yeah. a br- no, d- come on. What do they know that we don't know that it's going to be this close? Give me a break. Yeah, I've kind of thought about this one all. This is a tough one, and I don't really like any of these lines after that one. That one was my lock as well. So you're going to steal it and you're going to lose because that's what happens, right? Yep. That's uh, let's go. Let, I've tried to go chalky a bunch here with these. So let's go the opposite. I've got Carolina plus five. I'm going to lock that one up. I really like what I've seen from the Panthers. And I don't know if they'll win the game, but I think five points is too much in that matchup. Both teams have looked good. So again, I think just five is the wrong line. Dallas could win by a field goal easily, but I don't know if they're going to win by a touchdown because I like what I've seen from these Panthers. Wow. That is off the board. Jeez. Look at this guy. I like that. Oh, and three and locks. I got to try something else. I mean, yeah, you got to, you got to mix it up. I mean, Hey, there's something to be said about that. You take a hot team. Who's three, and oh, maybe they're getting a little bit of disrespect. I like that. Yeah. It'll make some of our, uh, at least one listener happy. You know, there you go. I like that a lot. How many games are we like separate on this? Like four this week? It's pretty chalky. Week. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's just too many games where we agree on, and yet I'm going a lock different than what we agreed. Well, I mean, you kind of well, you agree on the lock, you just don't get to pick yeah. it. Is the thing. Is there a dog that you like a lot? Oh, I think we both touched on it. Detroit is a live dog yeah. here. That's hundred percent. I don't, I don't like what I've seen from Chicago and Detroit. Dan Campbell, they're going to get a win or two here. They're going to do it. I wonder what the line would be if you went, like, Lions uh, minus three and a half. Like, six-point no six teaser or pleaser? Three and a half or two and a half for the Lions, something like that? Yeah, you're just changing the line. It's So, yeah, that's, that's a lot, but... You're gonna get some good good plus money there. Like Lions by a field goal, I think could be an like a really decent like throw that in a small parlay. Any other props or anything that you like this week? I know you probably haven't looked at a ton of props, but anything that just no, stands just there like, on the top of your head. No, just ones we touched on. I really like the Gronk, and then just kind of like there's a couple over and unders that we touched on that I really like. Like some of these teams, like the Chicago game. I just think that's Chicago Detroit. I know the over-unders at 42, but to me, that's just a massive under game. I don't think either team's going to score a ton, so we'll see what happens there. Even Wilder is that Bills and Texans. What's that at 48? Yeah, it's not crazy high either. I don't know. That might be an over spot. Maybe it is under, though, because as you said, if the Bills are... <laughs> if yeah, I mean, honestly, if the Texans are going to cover, it's going to be over. So if you want to take the Detroit Lions at minus three and a half, you're only getting plus 180. What? So really, you get plus 130 just for the win. I think you just stick with the money. Oh, line. my God. That's horseshit. They should definitely. Come on. All right, whatever. Lions money line. It's definitely going to be in a couple of my parlays. No doubt. All right, buddy. Anything yeah, else? You... A... I was going to say anything yeah, else. No, that's about it. No, I feel good. I mean, the only other one that you could touch on, the Seahawks plus 130 as money line dogs. That's about it for me. Nothing else is crazy. And I guess the Raiders plus 165 for the Raiders against the Chargers. The Raiders are actually a bigger dog than the Lions. So there you go. I actually Raiders plus 165. If you want another live dog, that's it for me. Plus 165. What? Like, again, maybe they know something that we don't. 
But there's definitely certain lines that stand out that you're like, because you can't bet chalky every week. That's the thing, right? Like if you bet, like if you legitimately bet the, the, like look at week one, if you bet every single favorite, you would have gotten crushed. Absolutely oh, yeah. crushed. You got a, if you bet every dog, you would have made a ton of money, but every favorite really would have crushed you. So anyway, all right. I like it. Uh, that is it for us for our picks this week. We will see how it goes. Cam at 52%. I'm at 43%. Cam's going to try to get his first lock of the year on <laughs> Sunday football. He is a Panthers fan this weekend. No doubt about it. Let's go Blue Jays. Thank you for yeah, listening let's to go the Jays. Let's do it. Let's do it. They're making the playoffs. Let's go. Thank you for listening to Over Six Sports Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Over Six Sports, at C. Charlton Turf, and at Zach Burke Over Six. And I am Zach the Banda Burke. And with me, as always, just Cameron, go Jays, go Charlton. The Turf King, go Jays, go Charlton. Thank you for listening to Over Six Podcast.